The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. I'm going. Thanksgiving and thanks for tuning in, my friends. My name is Jay Garvins. I hope you had a blessed day this last Thursday with your family. I hope you had a great time shopping yesterday if you went to all of the Black Friday sales. And the crazy thing is this year is they started a week early and they're still going on. But I've got an amazing guest coming on today, a regular Justin Hermes who runs and operates Real Estate Realities, his own radio show. And without further ado at all, drumroll, Matt, my conversation today is going to be buying a house on Black Friday. Now, folks, the reason I want to have this conversation with you is because I'm a licensed loan originator and I'd love for you to call me to help you buy a house. I'll be very straightforward. Hi, my name's Jay. I'm a licensed loan originator. I would love to earn your business to buy a house. That's how I fund the airtime on the radio. It's how I'm able to do my investment property classes for free rather than charging people $95 to $100 a piece, which I have done in the past when people want copies of my show and so forth. I'm like, that's fine. I'm selling the thumb drive and the slide deck for $95. But you, the radio listener, get all of that for free. And that's because I'm a licensed loan originator with Churchill Mortgage and I'd love to earn your business in a competitive refinance, in a competitive purchase, because purchasing is legitimately a good thing, my friends. I did a radio show just last week, and I appreciate all of you calling. I got four calls because of my radio show on homeownership versus rentership, and that's because it's so startling that homeowners have 40 times the wealth of renters. It's the largest discriminator of the haves and the have-nots in America. I believe all of humanity. I mean, it doesn't matter what color you are. There is 50% of the people that are homeowners that are Caucasian, but there's still 20% of the homeowners that are Hispanic or African-American or Asian-American. I mean, that's maybe two to three times the wealth or the disposition of a person because of their ethnicity. If you're married or single, they're not a discriminator of what you have or have not in your life. Even business owners. I thought, hey, business owners have to have a disproportionately high amount of wealth compared to non-business owners because all of the wealthiest people in the entire world did it building business. You're not going to become one of the top 10 richest people in the world for owning real estate. It's not how it works. But if you start a business, let's say hypothetically, like Apple, like Microsoft, Amazon, Oracle, Walmart, all of those families, the Zuckerbergs, the Waltons, the Oprah Winfrey's, the Bill Gates estate, the Allen estate, all of these individuals, the Larry Ellis estate, all of these estates, all of these families are worth billions. But if you're a business owner, you only have three times the likelihood of having wealth or a net worth is only 
three times that of a non-business owner where a homeowner has 40 times the net worth of a renter. Folks, we're talking the net worth most conservatively of a homeowner is like $250,000, $255,000. A renter's net worth is like $6,000 to their whole name. So today I want to have the conversation about buying a house on Black Friday. I want to have a conversation with Justin Hermes when he comes in in 15 minutes about what's the difference between an appreciating and a depreciating asset. So you have an appreciating asset like a house. You have a depreciating asset like a cell phone. We're going to talk more specifically, what are other appreciating and depreciating assets out there and how can you obtain those? Because you're going to find that a home, a house is one of the most appreciating assets that you could ever have. I mean, it's It's crazy, my friend. There's $30 trillion of national debt now, which is just crazy. But there's also $40 trillion of value in all of the stock market. And there's $40 trillion of value in all of the residential real estate. But folks, there's over $30 trillion of equity that homeowners have alone. Now, the net worth of homeowners is not all equity in their house. It's the discipline and the savings and the habits of getting to homeownership. But why do I want you to buy a house on Black Friday this Thanksgiving? It's because it's going to allow your family to have more security and more of a legacy. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to continue this conversation and get into the details of how you can buy an asset for a lifetime by owning a home. And maybe I'll even tell you my homeownership story myself. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. If I can help you this weekend with your mortgage, call me at 719-330-1457. I am working over Thanksgiving. I'll be back after these important messages. And then she said, just because you become a young man Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment brought to you by locally owned Rocky Mountain Climate, a family owned business. Hey, where's the beat? so much for sticking with me i am jay the host of the jay garvin show home and mortgage talk and that talk doesn't change just because it's the holiday here i am in the radio studio on thanksgiving weekend and hopefully you're out with your family if anybody's listening i'm having a conversation about buying a house on black friday and i say that as a joke because if you call me today it's a day after black friday and it's gonna take more than a day to help you buy, but it's worth the time. I wanted to have the conversation, especially understanding the difference, especially if you're under the age of 40, and there's not many of you listening under the age of 40. So if you're listening and you're over 40 and you have 
a child or a grandchild that is 10 to 30 or 40 years old and they're visiting this weekend or you talk to them this month, I want you to have the conversation with them very positively and proactively about appreciating assets versus depreciating assets. Because what I have found with the younger generation is many of them, in fact, most of them, more than 50%, don't even live in a mentality and a time frame of owning assets and things outright. They think of how much does life cost on a monthly basis. You have individuals that don't even buy their cell phones anymore. They're just on a plan that costs $200 a month and then they throw in the phone. Well, people don't understand what happens when you have no phones that you're financing on a cell phone plan. Like, here's an example. People are blown away by this. I have a cell phone plan that has not limited texts or talk, but my cell phone plan has unlimited talk, unlimited texts, and unlimited data download from the internet. And get this, it's not on one phone, it's not on two phones, it's not on three phones, but it's on four phones. And my whole monthly plan for four phones literally only costs 180 bucks a month. And I have people say, what? I know friends of my adult children that are 20 years old that have their own phone plan and they're paying $250 a month just for their plan on their phone. And you know why it is? Because you financed your $600 to $1,000 iPhone into the plan. See, and an iPhone is a depreciating asset. Believe it or not, I mean, I'm speaking to the choir, but cars, hello, cars are depreciating assets. So if you go and buy an $80,000 Ford F-150 Harley Davidson version truck, first of all, good luck getting it for $80,000, but it's definitely $80,000. And now if you finance it, that's $1,000 a month for a car payment, for a truck payment. I'm telling you, a lot of you listening are just freaking out because we perpetually own things outright. But this is what your neighbors and your relatives, your adult children are spending on depreciating assets. And I'm not joking around. I mean, if you go into King Supers or Safeway or Walmart or Costco or Sam's Club this weekend, half of all the people you see in that store... Half of the people that you pass in King Supers, half of the people that you pass in Safeway, half of the people that you pass in Costco or Walmart are living paycheck to paycheck. They're 30 days away from being broke, like with no assets. And part of the majestic nature of the American dream is that we have freedom, that we have the ability to choose. And that in many ways is called capitalism. But there is an ugly underbelly to capitalism. And that is interest rates, that's borrowing, that's greed, that's materialism, narcissism of the love of self and all of that. And and I want to be positive and tell you that I do appreciate you and I love you as radio listeners. And I am so thankful this Thanksgiving weekend to be on the same airwaves with you. I would encourage you to call me at 719-330-1457. I would sit down with any of you for free for 30 minutes to answer questions on home ownership, on your adult children purchasing. Hey, Jay, I think we're going to retire. Can you help us with a plan? We don't know if we're going to retire in Colorado or retire in another state. Whatever it is, I'll meet with you. I mean, literally, next Monday morning, I mean, after Thanksgiving, I am meeting with three individuals alone to do just that very thing because home ownership changes your life. And that's why I want you to buy a house 
on Black Friday, or at least start to plan buying a house. Now, I buy junk, I call it. It's necessary junk, but I buy stuff on Black Friday. In fact, just yesterday, my wife and I bought a brand new dishwasher because in seven years since we bought our house, our GE Cafe has broke down not once, not twice, but three times in seven years. First, the door pulley broke and it weighed like a million pounds and would drop and crush your toe. Then the wash pump went out. Then the drain pump went out. So we have to buy a new appliance and what better weight and what better day to buy it than actually on Black Friday. And the silly thing is now is Black Friday sales start two weeks before Black Friday and they go until December, two weeks after Black Friday, it seems. But owning a home is, I think, one of the most permanently altering decisions, not only in an individual's life, but in an entire life of a family. It changes the destiny because many homeowners are homeowners because their parents were homeowners. I mean, home ownership has been 65%, give or take 4%. It's been no lower than 62% and no higher than 69% in 100 years. Literally, since the Great Depression of 1920. Nine was the last time that home ownership actually went below 60% and went down into the 50% range. But in 2005 and 2006 and 2007, when the Bush administration, very admirably so, made a move to make home ownership accessible to as many Americans as possible, a very, very noble goal. That's the last time and the only time that home ownership damn near got to 70% in the United States. It hit 69%, my friends. The only problem with that is by doing loans and financing that required no discipline. You know, we called them liar loans. They were loans. You didn't have to prove what you made. You just told the person, hey, I make a hundred grand a year. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to do that in a stated fashion. I'm just going to state the truth. And then, oh, you don't need a credit score. We're going to have no credit score loans. Oh, you don't need a down payment. We're going to have no down payment loans. And these came through all sorts of, then we had what's called the option arm loan, which is crazy, my friends. If you remember it, they weren't popular in Colorado, but they were necessary in California. You had four options. You could pay a 15-year term mortgage and make that decision every month if you wanted. Then you could just make a 30-year term payment if you wanted, or you could just make an interest-only payment if you wanted. And then, drum roll, Matt, the fourth option was... To make a negative amortization payment, a negam payment, which means you wouldn't even pay the whole thousand dollars a month that was due for the interest. You would only pay five hundred dollars and they'd put five hundred dollars of balance onto your mortgage every month. Well, you know what option everybody chose, the negative amortization option, and then all hell broke loose and the world fell apart in 2008 when we had the largest recession since the Great Depression. And sadly enough, it was all caused because of real estate and mortgage. And why do I want you to go out and proverbially purchase a home on Black Friday? Because we have a lot of people to re-educate. The entire millennial population, everybody you know that is between 26 and 44 years old, there's over 70 million of them are skeptical of home ownership. And only a third of them own a home. They're only 30% of the market and they're the largest demographic inside the primary home ownership years. 
the median age for home ownership has went from 32 years old to 34 years old because this generation is scared. And I ask you, why are they scared? They're scared, folks, because now go back to 2008, 15 years ago, instead of 26, they were like 10 years old to like 29 years old. So the largest generation got to see their parents go into foreclosure and lose their house. They saw values of homes go from 300,000 down to 200,000 to 170,000. They saw home ownership go from 69% all the way down to 63%. I mean, 6 to 7% of the people just lost their houses, period. They saw the struggle. They saw the unemployment. All of the normal stuff that comes from recession, but this was the first recession ever that was perpetrated because of mortgages and real estate. Even the Great Depression in the 20s was really perpetrated on a stock market and a bank failure. The result of that is the fact that banks said, we're taking these homes back in foreclosure. We're kicking you out because you're not making the payment. But it did not launch the domino effect for the whole depression or recession starting with bad loans and bad home values. So I'm telling you, of course... An individual has some skepticism if they're a millennial on home ownership because they were kids. They were 10 to 20 years old when they saw all of the mortgage market implode, all of the home market and equity implode. So this is the reason why I jest with you and say, let's all go buy a house on Black Friday. Let's start the process of educating your adult kids because guess what? Based on the show that I did last week, you can pull it up in the archives. It was titled The Haves and the Have-Nots. Here's the reality of whether you're a millennial or not, whether you like me or not, whether you have a millennial that's a neighbor or an adult kid of yours. The fact of the matter is, is so sad, so sorry, my wealth is 40 times that of you or your child or your neighbor or your friend that's a renter. And that's an important message to preach from the mountaintop. Hey, if you're a renter, your net worth is going to be $6,300. And if you're a homeowner, your net worth is going to be, oh, at least $255,000. It's going to be 40 times. I've said this till I'm blue in the face. There is not one other discriminator in the universe that is more distinct in the haves and the have-nots than home ownership. I don't care what ethnic group you're from. You've got a statistical even chance of having money in your life. Whether you went to college or not, it doesn't matter. Because statistically, there's no difference between the haves and the have-nots. Whether you're married or single, there's no statistical difference of whether you have or you have not any assets. It doesn't even matter if you're a business owner. I thought this one for sure would be 40 times. If you're a business owner, you only have three times the net worth of a non-business owner. Whether you're left-handed, now that's a difference. I'm left-handed, and we have 4,000 times more wealth than right-handers. Say what? Ah, I'm kidding. Come on, man. People call me lefty softpaw because I'm so damn rich. No, it doesn't make a difference. If you're a homeowner, your child that's renting, if you help them become a homeowner, they have 40 times the wealth. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to have my good friend Justin Hermes in the studio right after from Real Estate Realities to talk about what kind of houses people are buying right now and how you can do it all on Black Friday. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. We go celebrate and have a good time.
The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. The party's here on the west side, so I reach for my 40 and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Hit the shot cause I'm faded. Honey's in the streets, say Okay, welcome back, friends. We are in the third segment of the post-Thanksgiving housekeeping radio show, and the title is Buy the House. On Black Friday, and I've got my good friend here, Justin Hermes, and I ask you the question, what say you about Black Friday? Well, I think I think Black Friday matters, Jay. Black Friday matters to my wife. <laughs> Dang straight. We went we went yesterday and we bought a brand new Bosch dishwasher. Oh, did you? Yeah, cause my GE Cafe just kept quitting. Broke down three times in seven years. You know, Daddy, they just don't build appliances like they used to in my granddad's day. <laughs> I have hot water heaters that are 30 years old. Oh, I know. Well, that's all the old appliances. I tell them people do not replace them. Guy out looking at a furnace there, he says, well, it's 25 years old. It'll probably kaput soon. I said, no, it won't. It'll last. It'll keep lasting a long time. The new yeah. ones will break fast. The new ones will break. Absolutely. So this whole conversation with buying a house on Black Friday, of course, if you're out there, be thankful that your loving family's around you. I do want you, please, to have the conversation with your non-homeowner friends, relatives, adult children, because hello, in the United States, a renter's net worth, Justin, is 6300 bucks. Yeah. Homeowner's net worth is 255000 In NAR, the National Association of Realtors, they say it's as high as 360000 It's hard to calculate. But it's definitely 40 to 50 times, and it's not all equity in the house. Over half of it is non-equity because of the disciplines of budgeting and saving and investing. But you're out there on the streets. I mean, you're helping people buy houses. Uh, share with me but first of all. I think it's controlling, you, uh, controlling your destiny, right? So you're controlling, yeah. your taxes and insurance can go up, but you know, as a renter, you have no control over whether your landlord says, hey, we're going to sell, you have to move, and it costs 10 grand to move, moving truck, all that, find a new place. So I think the biggest thing is not only the equity, but you're controlling your destiny on how much your rent could go up, right? How much mm-hmm. your mortgage could go up. I think that's a big deal. And you say 6,300, Jay, I'm surprised it's that high. Because, you know, I, I see a lot of people who I think it's in the negatives. I, oh, oh, 50%. I, Here's I the reality. I don't see six, them a net worth of 6300 is a head scratcher for me, really. Well, it is only because there's 10% of renters that don't want to be homeowners. Like, if you're going through a divorce, it's probably not the best time to buy a house. If you're going through college, probably not the best time to go through the house. If you're going through surgeries or illness, probably not the best time to go through the house. So so that skews the numbers a little bit. But if you looked it at it, you said numbers. if you're a 10-year renter, uh-huh. you've rented for a decade, right? We maybe yeah. call it a habitual renter. Yeah, there's Instead of somebody is a lifestyle renter, mm-hmm. there's a time in their life where they're yeah. renting. Then I think that stat would be way in the oh, negatives. I totally agree. For a habitual it, renter. Yeah, absolutely. If you take that 10% out that are doing well in their life and it's just not the right time. The habitual renters, you know the crazy thing is? 25% of the 35%. So over 80% of all renters, Justin, whether they're habitual long-term renters or just lifestyle renters, over 80% of them want to be homeowners. They just financially can't get from point A to point B. 
So they want to do it. So And you guys, you manage how many? 160 rentals? We got 220 now. You're you know? helping 220 people manage their investment <laughs> yeah, properties. Yeah, we're only taking on You're 15 more. You're a rock star. So there's only, we're only taking on 15 more. I'm dead serious about that because we're only picking up 40 more and we're at like 26. And so once we pick them up, we're done. Because we shut it down for the last, like, before we brought Jason on, for the last three years, I wasn't taking on any. I'd refer them to Mark Jones and yeah. we'll go back and refer them out because I don't uh-huh. need the... How many does the, Mark Jones manage? Mark's got about the same as us, 250, but he wants to grow. He Even wants to, more. Yeah, he wants to pick his up more. And we just, I, I just, 240 is a good number. And we don't want to, you know, we, we just don't want to manage more than that. We got all good properties. So it's, you're only as good as the property you manage. Yeah. Right? If you, Absolutely. Have, if you mm-hmm. have a rundown property in a neighborhood where there's maybe constant crime, then guess what? Your success is going to be as good as the house or the neighborhood you're managing in. And that's right? very. That's the facts. Yeah, that is the facts. And listen to this, folks. That's the same way. Marlo and I have six rental properties, and people are like, how do you do that without having a property manager? Because they're good houses they're in quality. good neighborhoods, and I've got really good quality tenants. And and we're proactive. We do defensive maintenance. I should say proactive maintenance. We we will replace a furnace before it goes out. We will replace or at least have it ready for a hot water heater to be replaced. I'll go ahead and upgrade my homes every time between tenants. But you're out there purchasing with people and this theme of let's buy a house on Black Friday is all a jest about let's buy an appreciating asset as opposed to a depreciating asset. Before you came, I talked on, hey, the reason people have $250 a month cell phone plans is because they're financing their phones. I was telling people, yeah, Justin, of course. how much is your Dude, how much Jay, is your monthly it's how much hilarious. is, how much you, is your monthly plan on it's, phone? It's hilarious when people go, I laugh. They go, I got a new phone for and I go, you think they're giving you a new phone. Like you have to be kidding me. They're adding it. You're financing your phone every month. I go in, I buy a new phone. So do I. I buy it once. This is about five years old. And you it's just you. And I go in, I spend got an iPhone. Yeah, I spent five hundred bucks, buy it. My dad has the same thing. My mom does because I pay for their cell phone plan through the business, and we don't finance phones. And you've got three phones on your plan. Yes. And how much is your monthly bill? 140 bucks. Yeah. Get this. No, no, no. Four, four. Because I got my brother-in-law in Chicago. One. And he even got caught. And I said, whoa, our bill went up. And he said, no, the phone is for free. I went in, signed up. We traded in a phone. It was for free. And I go, no, 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 no. I said, then no. look at the bill. Did you make it? I said, him? it's up 30 bucks. So what he did, he said, I'm sorry. And he Venmoed me the money right away. It was like 700 bucks. And I go, oh yeah, man. I said, you know, that's why I have a five-year-old phone. Yeah. I had, I just got this new phone. I got this new phone because I had the first Friday, like in four years that I had nothing to do. I woke up on a Friday. I literally looked at my schedule. I'm like, oh my God, honey, come in here. You're like, my phone's broken. My phone's broken. (laughs) And she's like, what's up? I'm like, I don't have an appointment today. And she's like, okay. I'm like, honey, I have not not had an appointment filled day on Friday for like five years. Yeah. I'm going to go buy a phone today, I said, because it takes me a while to get it. And How the much last was your time, phone? This phone was $600 because I bought an iPhone. What, what is it You now? didn't buy the newest one. I That's didn't all. buy. I bought a 13 yeah. instead of the 14. Yeah. I have a seven. Yeah. And my point is, is that just like you, I have four phones, unlimited data, unlimited downloads, unlimited talk time, all of that for me, Marlo, Asher, Ella, all paid for through Garvin's Media Group. The bill's 180 bucks. Yeah. Unlimited everything. And I have other clients that come in and I'm like, dude, your cell phone is $250 a month plan. I know. That's pretty good, huh? No, I'm like, that's not good. Yeah. It should be like 80 bucks for just you. Well, But it is. But talk. 
What type of borrower are you helping out there right now? Is it the brand new home buyer? Is it, are they young? Are they older? I mean, what's the demographic of your buyer right now? Or is it all over the map? Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, Jay, it's not a lot. <laughs> you no, know, no, no, no. Either is mine. But, hey, buddy, yeah, we're, yeah. we're celebrating yeah, when we have three closings in yeah, one yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But last month we helped Becky. And How old is the, she? She's older, younger? Late 40s. Okay. Made a great move, though. Yeah. Getting out of a, a condo great. into a house. Huge move. Two ways are going up. Moves like that are great to make right now. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the interest rate is. You get out of an HOA into a single family home where you can control your own destiny. I don't care what the interest rate swap is Mm -hmm. on that when you're paying $500 for an HOA. It doesn't matter, right? I'm doing a show next week, Jay, on the difference between 15, 30 year mortgages because I'm like, people still don't get it. We have a mutual friend, George Raley, who you introduced me Uh to. And George and I were talking about it. And he goes, Well, I don't really cash flow much, you know, because of the 15 year mortgage. And I go, Yeah, but you're not paying three times over again for the house and it'll be paid off. Look at your amortization schedule. And that's the thing I go back to is all the talk is interest rates. And it's like, Yeah. And you know, one of the only reasons George is like one out of a hundred people that I can get into a 15 year mortgage. People ask us, how in the hell did you build a $5 million home portfolio with no mortgages in 10 years? I mean, that's my story. In 2012, we didn't own one house. Now Marlo and I own seven houses, eight if you include the one that I own up in Lake George, and we don't have a mortgage on any of them except our primary residence. We went from zero to $5 million, and it's because of timing in the market, the unicorn years, but also 15-year mortgages. Yeah. And I dropped all mine to 15-year. Exactly. Except for in my, the primary one I just did. I did a 30-year on And, and I have a 30 on the one I live yeah. in because, I don't know, hypothetically, the economy may go bad and I'd have to drop that back to a 30-year mortgage payment, yeah. which I have. But I'm impressed that you helped a gal with a move up because the only thing I'm doing with purchases is people basically moving into Colorado or moving out to Texas and I'm helping them there. We've only done seven refinances the whole year. Yeah. Like in 2020, we did like 7D. Yeah. So it's time for you to get out and start the home purchase process over Black Friday. And then guess what we're doing as a four-part series in December, my friend, the last minute I got you on the air? What? Life at the time of Jesus. So four parts. We're going to talk about (laughs) what did people do around Jesus? Uh, You don't even need to go to church anymore, folks. You skip the church, turn on the radio. Thanks for coming in, my friend. Don't you guys go anywhere at all. I'm going to be back after the break. Justin, thanks for coming in. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. It's a family affair. This is it. This is now. This is what I've been talking about. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. This is it. Thanks for sticking with me, friends. This is the last segment of my show about buying a house on Black Friday. Because they are on sale, my friend. I'm telling you, we just had a client. Manish is his name. Yes, if you want to buy a house and buy a house for cash, I still will call you my client because I am a lender that believes in debt-free home ownership. And he just bought a townhome 
for $50,000 under market. And that's at the low end of the scale. This townhome is priced at like $255,000 and he got it $205,000 and has a good renter in there and can increase that rent when it renews. So that's why I tell you, just like you get good deals on Black Friday, even though we're a day after Black Friday, you want to buy a house now because you get a deal. And the only reason you're getting a deal right now is because people are afraid. Consumer sentiment is low. Inflation is up and interest rates are up. And people are afraid of interest rates at 7.5%, especially when you own a home and you've got it at 3.5%. But for that reason, it is the best time since 2018 even to buy a house. It's the best time in five years. And trust me, please, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but if houses aren't going down in value substantially, Bill McAfee said this on last week's show, Jay... If we had four or 5,000 homes in inventory, rather than one to 2,000 homes in inventory right now, he said prices would be off 40 or 50%. Literally, a $500,000 house would be 300,000 or less. It's exactly what happened in the Great Recession when 2008, all of the ways and means of financing went away. Houses were overpriced because there was artificial demand placed off of free and easy financing. So as soon as that free and easy financing went away, the bubble burst. And with real estate, the bubble is like bubble wrap. San Francisco market can be very different than Denver's market, very different than Miami's or Orlando's or Texas, Dallas or Austin or New York City or Boston or Kansas City or Milwaukee or wherever. It's like bubble wrap, but they all burst back in 08. This time around, there's some markets like Salt Lake City, Tennessee, Nashville, Dallas, that our values are not falling substantially at all. Even Colorado Springs, we are holding steady. But if you read between the lines, your real estate agent can help you find a house that's twenty five to $100,000 below market because it's the sign of the times. And call me at 719 719- Three three zero one four five seven, and I will help you. I will help your adult child buy a house that's an appreciating asset. Their car is not going to appreciate. Their phone isn't going to appreciate. Their furniture is not going to appreciate. 99% of the stuff that you buy is going to depreciate, not appreciate. Yes, you know, if you have a Porsche 911 Roadster, you might have bought that for $6,000 and it's now $106,000. There are exceptions to the rules, but that's not usually the case. Unless you're building a business that appreciates, unless you're spending money on an education to better yourself so your intellect and your earning potential increases, unless you're buying a house, you're probably not buying an appreciating asset. I mean, maybe you can have a quarter horse that you buy or you birth or you breed and it appreciates. Like I said, there's exceptions to the rules. But more than, and I want to finish on this in the last couple of minutes, I want to share with you more than just an appreciating asset, your house holds memories. If you own your home and you just hosted your family for Thanksgiving, there's a tremendous amount of warmth in that. Trust me, I've rented. My wife and I had a lifestyle where we were going through a separation and we both rented. The Christmases and holidays were not as significant, not only because I was going through a separation and thank God we made it through it and now we're celebrating 25 years together. It seems like eons ago because it was, you know, over 11 years ago that we even went through this. 
But the houses we lived in were not as memorable. I, it's it's memorable the house that my children were born in. It is. We owned it down in Cheyenne Meadows. You know, celebrating Christmas at our home that we owned with the fireplace and Santa coming down and my daughter and son placing cookies on our fireplace. These, these are emotional memories. And I'm not saying renting is good or bad. It Renting is renting. But I will say home ownership is good. Period. You change the destiny. If you're a renter right now and you're 80 years old or you're 70 years old and you're listening, do you know you have the power to call me and say, hey, Jay, thanks, 719-330-1457. I was never a homeowner, but I want you to call my adult child that's 30 years old and have a conversation with them about owning a home because I don't think I can have it. That's the biggest discriminator right there. If you own a home, there's a 90% chance more that your children are going to own a home. And if you rent, there's a 90% chance that your children will not own. Republicans breed Republicans. Liberals breed liberals. Homeowners breed homeowners. And renters breed renters. So let's break that cycle. Do it together. Call me at 719-330-1457. And we can all be thankful during this Thanksgiving weekend, this Thanksgiving time, that we did. So as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Please tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the world. Your relationships, not your mortgage, not your home ownership. It's your peace of mind, your relationship with your higher power, minus with Jesus Christ. Just thank God for the blessings in your life because I thank God for you every day. And please call me at 719-330-1457 with your questions, comments about the show or just to allow me to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction because I am a licensed loan originator and I want to earn your business. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Well, no more will I shop around now, baby. I know I got the best thing in town now, baby. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Rap, rap.